and and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast, brought to you by the Dynasty Football Network and DynastyFootballFactory.com. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz, and I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Rowan. What up? At DFF underscore Madman's in the house. And Shane Manila. Hey, guys. So... <laughs> At DFF underscore Shane. (laughs) Shane's just like, hey guys. Yeah, and and I'm glad I'm back. Man, strep throat sucks. I couldn't talk for like five days. It blew. (laughs) Is that what we're telling people you had? (laughs) Yes, that's what we're going (laughs) to tell people you had. (laughs) Since I was a little kid, I had like one time. What the heck? I don't know. I felt like Sam Darnold when everybody made fun of him with mono. (laughs) Wow. You should. Strep throat's a little kid. You miss four weeks of the season or six or whatever. I don't know. I went to New York City. Someone your age should be getting like gout. (laughs) Shut up. I was in New York City and I somehow brought home strep throat. I don't know. Whatever. So, but it's good to be back. And you guys did a great show last week talking about tanking. That was pretty, that was pretty good show. What did you say, Jeremy? We were inspired, I think, by some of our rosters. (laughs) Fun episode. I was focused on my tanking rosters last week. This week I'm focused focused i don't know why i just picked up an <laughs> accent there that's definitely not philly um this week i've been focused on uh my my rosters that are good though um trying to make some moves to uh go for the gusto go for the gold go for that's the green same here man whatever. that's cool that um it just so happened this week that i made a couple moves like that too and last week it was all about you know the other way around pretty neat yeah it worked out good that way but that's what we're going to talk about tonight though the opposite of tanking um but before we do that we're going to go over a little bit of news brought to you by rotoshurance so go over to rotoshurance.com and use our promo code dynasty trades hq all in caps and get 20 percent off your player insurance but, so, and if you, you want an easy way to remember it, it's, yeah. um, all you got to do is uh, when you're logged on Roto Shorts, just go Dynasty Trades HQ. Because that way you're caps, baby. Keeping caps. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yellow. To yourself while you're sitting at home in front of your computer. Yeah. Or just whatever. Just do it um, while you're driving, um, you know, and you're logging on the Roto Shorts. Um, also yell while you're driving. Yeah. yeah. Also yell at your phone. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that happened today, but the big news were the two quarterbacks, the two Ryans are starting now, correct? Well, one was yesterday. Um, so I don't know if you saw, but uh, the Tennessee Titans uh, Twitter account went ahead and put out that they were going to announce their starting quarterback um, on the Twitter account. They did that. <laughs> Coming so Monday, and you know what's coming when they say something like that, right? Why because else if... are you going to announce it on Twitter unless it's something? Oh, shit. well, I mean, because you know they, they pulled Mariota in the end of the third quarter after second interception um, against Denver. That's who they played. They played Denver. That's that's right. So um, second interception. Hell, that's a that's like a one drive for Jameis Winston. I'm kidding. Uh, it have to be two drives. Keep going, keep going, man. Oh, my God. That was horrible. Um, so, yeah, so they, they announced on Twitter that, you know, they'd have a quarterback announcement Monday night, um, right. and Delaney Walker um, tweeted at them. And if you don't know who Delaney Walker is, he's the tight end for the Tennessee Titans, <laughs> basically saying, what the f***? Yeah, uh, pro tight end. Good, good yeah. player. Uh, what are you doing to me, man? Yeah, so the Titans are slowly but surely moving into the realm of Washington and other shit teams. Anyway, so they did, irrelevant teams, and then they didn't even announce it Monday night. No, um, well, that's why I said Twitter today. Got it wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said no, today. They announced it Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> today's oh. Wednesday. oh, shit. Today's Wednesday. You're right. <laughs> anyway, uh, long story short, they went ahead and named Ryan Tannehill the uh, the new starter. Um, I wow. think I think it was was it. It might have been sometime in August, maybe when preseason games are about to start. I don't remember. But I remember we talked about it even on the show, telling people, hey, go grab Tannehill on your rosters because it's only a matter of time that something's going to happen to Mariota. Yeah, the pessimist in me about Mariota and, you know, also the situation in Miami. I mean, most people already had Ryan Fitzpatrick because he was playing and they thought he was going to play or, you know, and all, all that. But both of those guys you need to have on your, you know, on, on your bench. And I had them there on a lot of teams where I, you know, those were the only two guys I got or whatever because of pessimism. Like sooner or later, man, these guys are going to be running the ship and, you know, 
playing garbage time. And I mean, Tannehill, is he really an upgrade over Mariota? I honestly don't think so. But, you know, uh, you know I need a quarterback, right? I, I tend to think it's more that, that terrible offense, um, sure. bad offensive line, um, unimaginative play calling, um, <laughs> having uh, a guy named Arthur as your offensive coordinator. <laughs> no offense to anybody yeah, named no, Arthur that's there's... listening to our show. <laughs> If there's anyone named Arthur <laughs> listening to our show, first of all, um, congratulations for living to 95. Oh, my because God. Because I don't know anyone by the name of Arthur that isn't a great grandpa. Not even a, not even a grandpa. Oh, so then you're right. Then I am old because I know a couple Arthurs. Well, I mean, they're probably in your Mahjong club or whatever. So, yeah. So, but one, one inter- interesting factoid is... Uh, <laughs> Ryan Ryan Tannehill um, targeted Corey Davis four times in one quarter, and uh, I think it was a little over eight minutes or a little under eight minutes of play. Yeah, well, if you're a good quarterback, even if you're not, what are you going to do? You're going to find your best receiver, you know? I mean, honestly, you're what? And we, I'm saying best, no no slight to A.J. Brown. You're saying that guy's been in the league, Corey Davis, for a few years, and he's no slouch. We wonder why he hasn't been better. Well, you know, Mariota hasn't been very good. That offense hasn't been very good. I like that Tannehill's throwing the ball to Corey Davis because I still have, like, two shares of him, and I'm trying to move him, and I don't want really want to take a, you know, complete loss, and maybe Tannehill's going to be good for Corey Davis. I'm still going to trade him, though. I'm going to buy him. Um, okay. Well if, so, well, if you're in this league, we'll make a deal, buddy. Well, yeah. yeah. You, you know, Corey, or Corey Davis, yeah. First of all, I just did the math. Um, so, <laughs> roughly, um, that'd be 135 targets over a season. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it is a small sample size. I will say that. It is only one quarter of play in eight minutes. So, you know. Well, but um, And they were throwing a lot because they were down. Um, there was one other also, player. Oh, go ahead. Well, were you going to say the other say, player? Part of the reason they were uh, throwing so much is Derrick Henry sucks. Yeah. Um, and he's doing the Derrick Henry thing where he runs for 3.5 yards a carry. And you go, oh, wait, th- this is why Derrick Henry isn't someone that, like, I'm fiending after because he does right. this shit. But, you know, I'm sure he's going to rip off another 90-yard touchdown where he just fit face plants like every defender in his way again. And then his, his price will uh, spike. But... I, it's not like Ryan Tannehill is going to be the uh, Tannehill. Why do I keep saying I, Tanny? I have Tanny no idea. Hill. You'd say it Tanny every you time. You like to say Arthur and Tannehill. I don't know why. <laughs> Tannehill. Um, it's Tannehill. Right. Whatever. I'm going to call him Tannehill. Um, I don't. I'm pretty sure he's not going to be the long term solution there. I'm thinking uh, they're going to no. bottom out at this year. Probably seven and nine, six and ten, and uh, they should be in the running for I don't know who. What Tua Tawa. I thought that's who the Dolphins are going to get at 0-5 or 0-6 right now. Well, yeah, that's the, the problem is, is the Dolphins have the inside straight there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, know, they're going to get a quarterback. Be... You guys aren't going to get me to say that Tua is going to be the best quarterback in that class. That's a story for another show, I know. But whatever, they're going to—they're probably fishing for a quarterback because there are going to be several, what, three to four yeah. pretty damn good quarterbacks in next year's first round, possibly. And um, that, yeah, they're—they're they're definitely in the mix for that. Tannehill's not. A, Tannehill is not a long-term starter. You're right there. I mean, it's. They're probably tanking for two or whatever quarterback, <laughs> Joe Burrow, who, whoever they like. Um, Joe Burrow. Yeah. I wonder how many teams are saying tanking for Tua. You know, there was exactly. another player. There was another player that I read today that benefited from Tannehill coming, uh, uh-huh. from Tannehill playing. Um, uh, Adam Humphreys. It said Adam Humphreys yeah. had twice Finally. as many receptions as any other receiver on that team. Um, and, and what's amazing, you know, today's Wednesday, like you said, I got the day right that time with waivers going through, I actually found Humphreys on two of the waiver wires that I was in. So I, I grabbed him on two of those waiver wires. Yeah. But, um, it said he had twice as many receptions as any other receiver. It's difficult to roster the third wide receiver on a (laughs) awful offense. So I can understand why people dropped him. Right. Um, he was the talk of the off season though, man. And even on this show, Shane, I remember, we spent some time talking about Adam Humphreys. About I, yeah, that offense just I mean, it's obscurity for, for wide receivers so far. Well the problem I mean, you have you have Humphreys who's a professional receiver. I don't think he's particularly all that good, but he's at least replacement level. Then you have Corey Davis, who should be a one in the league, and then AJ Brown, who will be a one at some point, assuming they get these guys a quarterback that can throw the ball. 
Um, but yeah, because Tannehill. Oh, I pronounced his name correctly. Yeah. Sweet. There you go. I mean, what did Jarvis Landry average? Three hundred and fifty targets a year with him. Yeah. And that's the thing. Slot receivers. Yeah, that's the thing, man. If you can find a guy that targets slot receivers, I mean, look at some of these teams really target slot receivers. The guys over the middle. I mean, Brady does it. I mean, team after team. You know, Jamison Crowder is doing pretty well when he's got his boy uh, at quarterback. So many teams, but then yeah, Mariota and the Titans just kind of forgot about that spot. Well, other teams are. You know, um, tapping into that all season long to, you know, for for um, I don't know what I was going to say, but like, you know, <laughs> really, well, <laughs> really using that to win games and whatever. I'm just like, why not you, the Titans and Mariota? What the hell? Well, it's funny we mentioned the Dolphins a couple times, but they're the other team. They benched Rosen after one week. I wasn't finished talking about. Tannehill. So anyway, I know I was told at the beginning of the show, we were going to kind of go through this, but we go are. ahead. All right. So go so, ahead. But just a couple weeks ago, I actually, <laughs> I traded for Ryan Tannehill. I traded a third round 2020 for Tannehill in the uh, ultimate dynasty podcast league. And, oh. uh, so now I'm literally, it's just going to, instead of clicking Mariota's button, I click his and nothing changes. <laughs> oh, and that was the so reason anyway, we had to go yeah. back to Tannehill was so he could tell Sorry. us that. <laughs> Josh Rosen benched, even though Brian Flores. So this is pretty funny though. Brian Flores, head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Um, he came out last week and said, Josh Rosen's our starter for the rest of the season. That lasted until the fourth quarter of the very <laughs> next game. Um, and then after the game, he said, I'll have to look at the tape. And then today they decided, well, we don't like Josh Rosen. So we're going to get in and throw Ryan Fitzpatrick in there. You know, it's funny. You talk about trades in the listener league. You and I did a trade last week, uh, in a 16 team league where you need a quarterback. I didn't even have enough players for a starting lineup. I had so many buys, but I traded you a second round pick for Rosen because they had yeah. said he's been named the starter. And I'm like, Hey, I got a quarterback for a second round pick. I'm fine yeah, with it. I needed it. Yeah, I definitely needed it, but but it only lasted one week, and now they say he's back to the bench. Uh, Uh, Yeah, keep him, though. Keep him. Again, that's part of the problem with having players, and, you know, even – even outside of just that they're they're obviously tanking, but they're still a dysfunctional franchise until they show me otherwise. Yeah. Um, I, it's hard to trust players on a dysfunctional franchise because they're liable to do anything at any time. You Did know? you like, see the end of the Dolphins game? Did you see the way they ended yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They went for a two-point conversion. <laughs> right. Um, and threw it behind the, the line. <laughs> yeah, where he would have gotten... And absolutely just destroyed. Like, if I was him, I would have dropped that shit, too. Dude, the linebacker was about three inches from him. Like, he could smell what the linebacker had for breakfast. He was going to destroy his life. It was horrible. We had so many people here at my house, and being here in South Florida, we were watching that game, and I was like, holy crap. But it seemed like, I'm not saying they threw it, but it seemed like the way they did that play, they threw it to lose, you know? I, you know, I... I, I actually liked going for the win there because, look, you're 0-5, whatever. F- it, just go for it. I know whatever the analytics, you're at home, so technically you should kick, take the points and then, you know, try to win in right. overtime. Right, right. I like guys go for two. Because what's the difference? If you're 0-5 or 0-6, why do I keep having a weird accent tonight? If you're 0-5 <laughs> there's really no difference. But, right. Yeah. Well, and but the you, team we were playing was what uh, had not won a game either. So, you know, it helped us for that 1.01 by having them get a win. I haven't looked at it yet. So, so far they have the, the 101, obviously, or the one, they don't do dynasty. Well, because yeah, the Jets won also, the Jets won their game too. Yeah. So yeah, they, 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 that helped the Eagles. They beat the, uh, the fraudulent Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> so I know they have, what, they have the number one overall pick right now. And then I don't know where that Pittsburgh one is. It looks better. I, I mean, it looks worse now that they beat, uh, the uh, what do you call those people? The Chargers. Yeah. Um, that was a weird, all those people. That was a weird game too, man. It was uh, a game. Devlin Hodges. <laughs> um, just real quick, Ooh. yeah, the quarterback that took over for Mason Rudolph, who took over <laughs> Ben uh, Rapersberger. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, him allegedly. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you never know. Devlin Hodges could get in there and he could be the next Gardner Minshew. No, no, he is not. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he threw, exactly. I believe, one pass beyond 10 yards and it was almost picked off. And it he cannot throw. 
um, it looked like he had never thrown a forward pass before. How many times did they show his parents too, sitting in the audience? <laughs> They're going fishing. They had to show something. And that duck calling thing. Them. Yeah, it was like, like that's the thing. They can't. He went to um, Sanford and Son University, and they don't even tape their games or record their games. <laughs> oh, really? They, no, the coach can't use as an excuse. I got to check the tape. They just they take pictures and send them to people and post them on Facebook. <laughs> Wait, are you are you being serious, or is that just a joke? <laughs> Oh, no, okay. I was going to say, because then you couldn't use Scouting Academy then if they Jesus don't have video. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure they, they someone tapes their games. I mean, like their mom or someone <laughs> probably comes and tapes them. But also, uh, I want to toot my own horn. The mom. Um, Mark Walton got some run. Woohoo! Uh, yeah, and I told people two, three. Well, actually, I told them earlier in the season, but then I get did it again like two weeks ago telling people Man, to pick up. You're a soothsayer. And these sons of bitches didn't. You know how I know they didn't? Because the only leagues he was owned in that I play in, I owned them. Or if you were in a league with me, because I owned them. For being down here in South Florida, I have him on every single one of my rosters. When he, when the Dolphins picked him up after he got cut, I, I picked him up on every one of my rosters. Walton? Walton, the yep. There's, Bad decisions. Bad decisions. What? A few arrests. He yeah, but the dolphins, the dolphins grabbed him. The dolphins grabbed him like the day after he got cut. Like they, yeah. they didn't even wait. They just they grabbed him right away. And here, and um, Kalen Balage, even though he had the touchdown, he only played. I think it was it was less than five percent of the snaps. So that must have been like one of the few plays he was in on. And I was really annoyed they gave it to his dumb ass because um, he's trash. If you own him in fantasy football, it's time to cut bait. Kalen Balage is terrible. Dude, that's what I was thinking. I have to tell you guys something. Trade alert. I have to tell you this because you brought it up. You brought up the Dolphins. You brought it up, Kalen Balaj. But I'm I'm in a um a 14 teamer. It's actually a copy, you know, uh, two copies, NFC versus AFC kind of thing. But there's 14 teams in each division. Actually, eight, sorry, each conference. And um, there's divisions within. I'm at the top of my division, the best team in um, what's called the NFC. Um, finally, I've been in this league for like three years. I made the playoffs, and I, I was going the wrong direction. I'm riding like Tom Brady, a bunch of old dudes, and then a, and then some some youth. <laughs> but I finally have a good mix of stuff, and I'm out, I'm seven and zero. I think that's what our record is right now, based on like a double header that we have a, um, a couple of year. So seven and zero going into this week and where our running backs are just not cutting it miles sanders derrick henry i mean i like those guys but they're just not cutting it like we need a running back i gotta do this and so i offered my 2021st which i'm assuming is going to be 11 12 13 14 something like that i'm gonna make the playoffs so it's going to be a really low pick now hell maybe it's the 14th and i actually win this one this time but i trade that pick i offer it for chris carson i mean and the guys like um he counters basically he's like you know what if you throw in kalen balaj i'll accept it i'm like hell yeah smash that train i'm like absolutely i mean a first in kalen balaj for chris carson who's doing really well this year i mean i i get it he's maybe not long term i don't care i'm trying to win this season and that's a heck of a deal kalen balaj i want to like the guy but he's just like shane said he's terrible he's no yeah. good at he's a great athlete but um he should not play football. He should yeah. do something else, like um, American Ninja Warrior. I think he'd be really good <laughs> I was at that. Just thinking that actually, I think that would be a good pick for him. Yeah, and uh, then you know, uh, for whatever reason, Miami. Every Miami coach that's ever existed hates Kenyon Drake. Yeah, but when he drops two point conversions at the goal line, and that came, a few I weeks still after think that that was fumbled at the goal line. I think so that was on purpose. He had a bad game, you know, I mean, saying I mean, the fixes in, I still think that was on purpose. Yeah. Hey, Pete Carroll was on Pete Carroll was on, um, Oh, the, on Sirius today talking about how much they love Chris Carson and how they've been waiting to do what they're doing with him right now. He was saying how in the whole offseason they were prepared for this. And they said something about 80% running running plays with him this week or something like that. He mentioned on the radio today. They've so 80% of the rushing attempts? Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah. I, I, I haven't looked at the stats yet, um, but... Yeah, that, that's probably right. I mean, Chris Carson is a guy that I I came in late on. I, yeah. I won't even lie. And there's a couple of trades tonight we'll talk about. Right. Um, I thought Penny, you know, I thought Penny, that draft capital, I liked what I saw, you know, on the tapes, as the kids say. Um, not a scout, <laughs> but, you know. He looked, he, there's a lot of kids. Lit. There's a lot of kids talking lit. about football tape, yeah. <laughs> on the tapes. Yeah. Um, 
and he looked good to me. You know, I thought he was going to be a receiving back. I thought, you know, and even after last year, I thought, all right, well, he was a rookie. He came in fat. You know, he was injured. Chris Carson had a great year, but Chris Carson, you know, he's got a, water finds it finds its level. Um, I love that. So I, yeah, I thought Penny was going to ascend or at least, you know, work his way into that number one role throughout the season and then be the number one. But Chris Carson is, you know, he had those the, the fumbling issues earlier in the year, but. He just watching him play is so much fun. Yeah. He's actually a great running back. I yeah. love I love certain running backs watching them play. Other backs, you know, they're capable and stuff. But yeah, I agree. Carson's one of those guys that I like to watch play football. I, he's so good. He really yeah, is. That's the thing, and he doesn't. You know, he's not like a plotter out there. Like he nope. he's he's quick. I don't know. I don't know what his metrics say. He obviously, has good vision I though. I mean, he, he, yeah. I mean, it's amazing sometimes. Yeah, and if you and heard, he looks like a natural receiver out of the backfield all of a sudden. I don't know where the hell that came from. Like they said, they were working with him, but you know, in the off season. But coaches say all types of shit in the off season. Well, he um, said that today on the radio too, and there, he's already eclipsed the catches he got last year. You know. Yeah. So, um, all right, well, before we get on to the show, like you said, we do have some trades and we did want to talk about the opposite of tanking, but uh, we're going to hear from DynastyFootballFactory.com and the new partnership we have with DraftKings. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Devi, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all. And annual memberships are free. That's right. We've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free. Just go to DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo. Sign up for your DraftKings account, deposit just $20, and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free Factory Sports annual membership. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See website for details. So act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. First of all, um, yeah, you need to go make sure that you sign up to become a uh, Dynasty Football Factory member because basically we're great. Um, we're putting <laughs> out a ton of content every day. Um, we got IDP, Redraft, Dynasty, of course. Um, you have my great articles, which are basically an art um <laughs> oh jeez um laying it on thick <laughs> we also got Davi, but yeah i mean we got everything like i said we're hitting four Jeremy. or five articles a day dfs we're crushing um i'd say go become a member today and if you sign up through the DraftKings promo you basically get the uh the membership for free so go do that cool. or you know if you just want to nibble just want to stick it in a little bit, oh, um, but not all the way. Good Lord, what are you talking about? Go ahead and get the, you know, the four ninety nine monthly membership. Four ninety nine, that's great. Yeah, just to get a taste of it. Yeah, just to get some, just, to, just taste, just taste. Oh my it. god! It a little bit. So breaking news. I got breaking news. Oh, you do? What? So a lot of people have been talking about how Darren Waller is a sell high, sell high. He's a free agent after this year. He's what, so what good. What are the Raiders going to do with him, right? He's so good. Well, the Raiders just signed him to a contract extension through 2023. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, and it's going to be $9 million a year annually is what it looks like right now, which would make him a top 10 paid tight end. See, they, they so, need to do something like that, especially since they're going to be starting next year in Vegas and they need all the hype and all the good players they can get to get people to go out to those games. And you don't want to be replaced. I look, Darren Waller has been amazing this year and that's with David Carr, who's not a very good quarterback, but he loves the tight end position because yeah. you don't have to throw out very far. So it's a little Derek Carr, right? David yeah. Carr may or may not still be alive. Just kidding. David he's Carr, on Carr, Network. Carr, he's Carr. still alive. He's on NFL Network with the, yeah, with yeah. the hair and makeup Carr, and everything. Whichever Carr is still playing. Um, he's got <laughs> he a, looks younger than Derek even. He's got a very low dot because he, he just loves that tight end. And he, you know, so he just he targets the shit out of him. But even, you know, even if they get a real quarterback next year, it's nice to just, you look, you got a tight end and you got your running back on offense. Now you need to focus on offense. Obviously, wide receiver help would be nice and maybe a quarterback. You don't think that's real, do you, what you just said, that they might get a real quarterback next year? Do you think that they that something could happen where they would move on from Carr? Yeah, he's not 
particularly good. I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is th- they have so many things that they're trying to build to get people exactly. to, to come yeah. to their new stadium, the new thing, <laughs> at Vegas and everything. They have so many other needs. I don't think that they're going to move on from Carr. Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of agree with you in a way. I'm Because, first of all, quarterbacks, there's a lot of draft capital tied up in that quarterback. First round, second, you're not going to replace Derek Carr unless you go after a, a really good high draft pick quarterback or a free agent, right? It's going to cost you a lot of of money, though, to do it, and they need other things. I don't see Gruden doing that. I don't see him, and and also, you know, the GM, I don't see them spending a ton of money to to make a move like that. Uh, The locker room likes Derek Carr. The fans like Derek Carr. I mean, seriously, I mean, maybe they'd rather Derek Carr be better. But I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know if this is the year that they're going to, this offseason, that they do it. It seems kind of sketchy that they would do it. I don't know. Look, it's all about wins. That that's Fans love nothing more than winning. Yeah. You think Derek Carr's thing holding them back most mostly the thing that's this year? Back? I mean, well, I mean, no. Nah, I mean, they're actually, what, three and two. So they're yeah. not a losing team. Well, that's now. what I'm saying. But, yeah. They have a well, either way. They have a lot riding on the whole Vegas thing, and the Vegas thing is supposed to happen next year. So, um, yeah, right. but I like I like that signing of Waller. I think that that's good, yeah, and I think it's good for the people in fantasy that have invested in him. You know. Yeah, and no, I, I was one of them. Uh, late late comer to the uh, the Cathedral of Waller. Yeah. Um, the buddy of our Beans, uh, whatever his name is on Twitter. Christopher Bean. Yeah, productive him. wide receiver. I don't know what he's calling himself these days. You're right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He doesn't write. So, but he does uh, every once in a <laughs> while, and he will dispense some wisdom. And you're like, you're an idiot. And then you're like, well, maybe he's right. And, yeah, you uh, should follow Christopher Bean. He's got some good stuff. And Waller, Waller was a good. Was one of those. Yeah, Waller yeah. was a good late round pick. I mean, there was a lot of people just not even caring about him. So in, in this offseason. Yeah. Oh, you guys have heard me time and time again say that people give up on players too soon. And in sure. Dynasty, you have to hold on to the guys that you believe in. Well, well, I was guilty of not following my own advice with Darren Waller. I own that guy in so many places. And by the time uh, he's about to take off, you know, this season I had cut him in almost every single league. And in one league, we have a redraft thing um, that takes off partway through the season. I mean, partway through the season, right before the season begins, like in August, we, we have like a free agent draft. And I had the 101 um, in that draft, and um, or maybe it was the 103, I forget. But at the top, I took Darren Waller. That was like my queued up pick. Um, and he's actually been helping that team that's 7-0. and um, You know, I have, I think, uh, Kittle as well. But, um, you know, Waller's been I, – I put him in some weeks because I'm lacking at the running back and wide receiver spot. So I got Kittle and Waller. And that's, but I mean, I had to spend money to get him. I, I actually already owned him in that league. That was my point. I, I had cut him in the last off season. Do you remember? And so I got him back, but I paid for it. In the listener league, he was available. Yeah. And when we opened up waivers, uh, we, we all get, yeah, what? I, I spent $926. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy just spit out his drink. You, but yeah, You have to, though, because I, in that league, like, I'm never going to spend my money because there's nothing out there's there. There's nothing out there. And and now I've lost one game. What am I? I'm five and one, six and one. What what you week is this? I don't even know. The entire one K. I could have justified in doing yeah, so. Either way, it was a great move. I mean, you've got. A, I don't know what he is right now, but he's, I believe, obviously a top twelve tight end easily. Yeah, and you know what uh, else was funny? Last week, Shane, you know how I said I made that trade with you because I needed to fill in my roster. I ended up winning after all, even though the Rosen thing didn't work. But the other thing I picked up, I picked him up off of first come first serve last week was Luke Wilson. Uh, and in that uh, league, in a 16 team league, he was available. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll take him. <laughs> and then Disley, which we didn't mention in the news, but Disley's done. And all of a sudden Luke Wilson is the starting uh, tight end in Seattle. Yeah. Disley was a, is tight end six Waller's tight end seven. And yeah, I yeah. Mean, Disley's out. So, and um, I picked you know up Wilson I love is Austin Hooper at the top of the list oh. by far. And as tight end one, so he's looking good. That didn't have believe in Austin Hooper suck it <laughs> you know so part of part of the trades Shane that we talked about just now and picking up p- players off a of waiver wire and everything that all kind of goes along with this whole 
opposite of tanking thing, you know? So what would it be? It, what What's the opposite of tanking? The non-tanking? Untanking. Untanking. <laughs> okay. So you, talk, untanking. you talked about the teams last week that when you when it just looks like you have no chance anymore, so you do what you do, and, and people have their own opinions and everything. But the opposite of that is when you're sitting there with only one loss or you're undefeated, like Jeremy and I are in a couple of the leagues, um, you, you do some moves to make sure that you keep that going right now. Because no matter what anybody says, yes, this is Dynasty, and yes, you're looking long-term, you still want to win this year. So you end right. up making some trades that maybe you may not have made two or three weeks ago, but you'll do it now so that you could keep that ball going, like me giving you a second for Josh Rosen. Exactly. Um, so I had a trade like that. Um, I made a couple trades like that, matter of fact, in um, the Ultimate Dynasty Podcast League. Um, so going into last week, uh, I was going to have to start Todd Gurley. Isn't it we? Was Isn't it we? Hmm? Isn't it yeah, we? we? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were going to have to start Todd Gurley, Jeremy. who was ruled out. Yeah. Um, we. Who? Oh, you yeah. guys, that's right. You're on my <laughs> But, you know, it was clear he wasn't going to play. He was trending towards not playing. Correct. Um, so, you know, it was pretty obvious. So at one point, yeah, my the, our starting running backs <laughs> um, were going to be Todd Gurley uh-huh. and Tremaine Pope, the third string running back for... <laughs> Uh, b- 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 third string running back for the Chargers. How is oh, that our to... only other choice? I know. Um, well, I have to interject. I was just going there. You know why those were our only two running backs? Because the you and been managing the team gonna... independently and autonomously. That's I was going to say, yeah, well, Jeremy and I don't even have access to this league. We don't even know what the roster is. We <laughs> know the password. So here's the problem. So we had Tariq Cohen on a bye, Frank Gore on a bye, Devin Singletary obviously on a bye. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Todd Gurley, um, as I noted, um, feel his knee um, or quad, whatever was wrong with him. So that definitely left us in a thin position. And uh-huh. for whatever reason, I didn't notice that four of the running backs were on by. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so basically, I was just sending out trade offers, just trying to get even just a, a, a low end running back for a while. Um, right. But also working on a bigger trade. So one of the trades I made, smaller trade, just to start, was uh, I gave up Dawson Knox um, for a 2021 third rounder and Duke Johnson. (laughs) I mean, you got Duke Johnson. In a a league where you needed to stick somebody in your starting lineup, I guess I could see it, but I... Just so you know the context of this, um, we were in first place or second place last week. I forget. Oh, okay. Um, to the week's games um but points are really close because i just started adding assets in the last few weeks so like if we lose once we're going to drop down the standings a little <sighs> bit too much for my liking okay so i'm going for a title in this league for us um so i said <laughs> no it's not going to happen dawson knox uh as much as i like you and i think you're a great going to be a great tight end or at least a good tight end not a great tight end but a good tight end i need points this week so we traded for him then the next move we made or prior to <laughs> I forget. I traded David Montgomery straight up for Miles Sanders. Okay. So okay. You know, at that point, David. Oh, that's right. David Montgomery was on a buy as well. And also, I like I'm sensing a theme here with bye week, Shane. You gotta, you gotta look ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, one, I do like Sanders better than I like Montgomery from what I've seen on the field. Montgomery's issues. I, I don't think it can be corrected. The, the issues that are, you know, that I don't yeah, like. Sanders' about issue that they give the ball to Jordan Howard can, can be fixed. Yeah, but well, they that, throw it yeah, to Sanders, man. He this weekend he looked good with some of those passes. Yeah, man, I'm, I feel validated that I took Sanders over Montgomery when both were available um, with my first round pick in in one of these leagues, and um, and I didn't have a chance, an opportunity to get either one of them in most leagues, but I I took Sanders over Montgomery with the choice of either, and. Um, for a while, I, I deliberated with myself on whether that was the right choice, but I'm convinced now that it is. And part of the reason was he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, um, you know, in the in the first place. But I think he's going to be good down the line. I really think so. Yeah, and, the, you know, he, it, the mistakes he's making also, he's bouncing to the outside, dancing behind the line. He's a rookie. He's, yeah. he's doing the thing that things that rookie running backs do. Montgomery's right. not really doing that, and he's getting the workload. I just don't know that he's a—he's clearly not as physically ta- talented as Miles Sanders. Yeah, I think he's probably more fundamentally sound. 
um, and we'll have to see which wins out in the long run. Um, I, I think also the way you, the way both of you guys are talking about it, it's close enough where it could go one way or the other. But in the case of talking about opposite of tanking, when you need to win this week and you got a guy that's not playing and you got a guy that is playing, that kind of tips the scale. Yeah, a little I mean bit for that's you. the point. And Miles Sanders is probably a starting running back in this league, whereas David Montgomery might not ever be honestly right and i mean that's probably how it's going to shake out but even if that's not the case the logic that shane's using is how you want to approach stuff for sure that's how i would do it so then um you know in the context and during this whole period i'm trying to make a move with uh the fantasy football gurus uh doug eddie uh-huh. Um, who's also on Dynasty Happy Hour, but he's representing <laughs> the, the fantasy football gurus. So all week, um, we're going back and forth, sending each other just different variations of the same trades, basically, of me trying to get Chris Carson out of him oh. without giving up Nikhil Harry. Um, and he didn't even come for A.J. Brown, which was, oh, okay, fine. So wait, this is um, all the same league? Is it the same league that you're making this yeah, trade? Yeah, yeah okay. All, all right. same league. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I have a, I'm going to call out our buddy Eton in the, after this, cause I think this is personally a trash trade offer and you can tell me if I'm wrong afterwards. Um, so anyway, we're going back and forth and you know, I, he wanted Nikhil Harry for Chris Carson. I just, I wasn't willing to go there. Right. Um, to me, Nikhil Harry is a bigger bullet, um, for yeah. a later clip. Yeah. yeah. Like he's I like, you. I need him for, hold on to him. Yeah, so something like this week where my starting quarterback got benched. Well, you know, it just so <laughs> happens we happen to have Ryan Tannehill on the team too, so it's Tanny. He said Tanny yeah. again. Now, I know the final outcome, and I I think the final outcome is way better than if you would have traded Nikhil Harry. Yeah. So I, you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. I, I gave up a lot. I gave up JJ Arcega Whiteside, who mm-hmm. I, I still really like, mm-hmm. um, a 2020 fourth rounder, which eh, whatever. And two 2021 second rounders. That's all you gave up? Yeah, I was going to say, he said he gave up a lot, Jeremy. I was going to say. When you started out with J.J. Arcega Whiteside, I'm like, ah, this is going to get ugly. But actually, I mean, I I like Chris Carson for that. Yeah. That's good for you, buddy. Because Arcega Whiteside is not doing anything this season, which, you know, plenty of people said as much. He's going to be good, I think, at one point. But, dude, or not. Carson, now. Win now. Win now. Yeah, and, and, then, and those two 2021 seconds. Right. I mean, we've already talked about levels of uh, hitting on different rounds. But that's also two years from now, you know? Yeah. Say everything you do doesn't work out. You could fucking trade to get those back. I, I, I don't think you gave up too much at all. No, I, you know, it just... I definitely didn't want to give up Nikhil Harry. No, yeah, um, exactly. Looking through like my the, the trade op, the trade um, the the assets that we can still trade on this team. We still have um, if it comes down to it, Miles Sanders again at some point. Um, we still have uh, Nikhil Harry. We still have AJ Brown. We still have Juju Smith Schuster. If we want to get crazy and be like, you know what, I'm going to sell low for a title this year. I wouldn't, man. You no, I'm not saying I would. Like I'm that. just saying, you know, if it comes down to it. So anyway, we ended up starting Chris Carson and I forget who else. Miles um, Sanders? Probably. Yeah, that makes the most sense. <laughs> I would hope so. You yeah. did the trade. Yeah. You and, made the trade for a reason, yeah. So in, in today's Wednesday, no stat corrections have come out. So okay. I feel safe to say this. Uh, the final score was uh, uh-huh. this week was us 120. Uh-huh. And our opponent, uh, our friend that uh, married to the game, 119.9. Oh, are you serious? 120 to 119.9. Oh, man. They had carry on Johnson going. Um Monday night, and I just knew we were going to lose after that first touchdown. Like, I couldn't even – I just kept checking in every once in a while. You know, when you're like, I'm not really looking at you, but I'm checking. (laughs) You know, with with IDP, on that Thursday morning, I've seen a couple games switch by stack correction. I actually even won one of my games because of a stack correction. But when it's only offense, it rarely happens where it changes a game. But with – Point one difference. <laughs> I mean, you, you, literally anything. Anything could happen Crazy. tomorrow morning. So I guess the people that are listening to this show, you might want to check out our uh, Twitter timeline, and we'll let you know if uh, if that stack correction made a difference. Um, yeah, that's why you know what Tuesdays. 
Yeah. I never brag about a win unless it's comfortable. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Forty point stat correction. Close. I, I don't I don't brag about it. I don't look at it. I'm like, I'll look at I'll look at my record again in four days when I go to set my lineups, but I'm not gonna look at it. It's funny, in the in my home league, that's where I beat some guy last week on the Thursday stat correction. And then that same guy this week is beating the guy by point six. So he's sweating out the stat correction for Thursday Man. again. So hey, before before we go on to the rest of the stuff, um, we do have another sponsor that we want to talk about, the BestFantasyLeagueFootball.com. So let's hear from them. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. Join a 12-team dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com <clears throat> The best fantasy football leagues on the net. Yeah, so if you're looking for a startup league in the middle of the year, um, which I always think is fun because you have all this information on these rookies that you probably overpaid on or underpaid for, um, it's fun. It'd be, you know... Do a startup now, see where Terry McLaren would go, where would Josh Jacobs go. Or so even veterans. Or veterans, yeah, veterans too, too, you know? Like Aaron Waller. Yeah, exactly. I'm you're not getting him in the 25th round now. Can I'm you gonna... imagine? You're right. Oh, or even Chris Carson. Chris Carson was not going in the first two rounds of, of right. startups, nope. you know? So, you know, there's veterans going crazy too. Um, well, you know, we mentioned a little bit about the untanking or non-tanking or whatever. And it, it, it's kind of like... Jeremy, you said it a little while ago. You said, um, win now, win now. And we're not necessarily telling people to go out and sell all your assets just so you can win now and you don't, and you hurt your future, you know? Right, exactly. Um, But yeah, go ahead. So you wanted to talk about that. Like, like there's some things that you could do where you're not necessarily throwing away your future just to win now. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, that that's always the thing. You don't want to just win now and, you know, leave a league or something like that and like forsake your future. But Shane actually has a good mix on um, that league that supposedly we're in. I, I'm not <laughs> sure. I, I'm taking his word for it. But like where he's got Juju Smith-Schuster in his hip pocket, you know, for when they actually have a quarterback that knows how to throw the football because he's great. Um, you know, he, he's got a, a few other players that, you know, he could move. Because you know it's name, you know big name player, but they're young. I mean, Juju's still you know like what twenty two years old. Yeah, uh, and we have Chris Godwin. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh wow, Mary Cooper, uh, Todd Gurley. Like I said, Miles Sanders. Great profile uh, for winning now, and then next year, and three years out. I mean, honestly, that's that's the way that you want to do it. Like get get guys age profile. People are like, oh, Mike Evans. Look at he's getting passed by Chris Godwin now. Mike Evans is what 26, 27? I mean, he's he's definitely on the front end of what a wide receiver's prime years are, like twenty six to twenty nine. He's got a few more years left. Uh, that's not somebody to give up on. So you could win now. Go, you know, getting players like that. Uh, people are willing to sell them and, and move on because they're scared. They're yeah. dealing in fear, and that that's a player that you can use to win your title, you know, soon. And then also, you know, next year and the year after that. So I always think you have to consider where a player's at. When people think of Juju Smith-Schuster and do I want him? Is he better than Antonio Brown? I mean, that was just, they were talking about that just in the offseason, remember? Yeah. Why would you take Juju Smith-Schuster ever draft him over Antonio Brown? Because Antonio Brown's old, dude. I mean, in football terms, he's old. Who has shown a ton of stuff before he was even allowed to buy a beer. He was a <laughs> pro football player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So people don't think about things often in terms of uh, they're they're looking at players as um you know static oh my god you're talking about antonio brown that guy's amazing you're talking about todd Gurley. that guy's amazing and they're not thinking a little bit you know further down the road or you know considering that some of these players at the wide receiver position are still young and have plenty of years left they're not playing at the running back position but yeah i mean you have to 
you have to think about now and later. It's a dynasty. You, you know, can't call it a dynasty unless you win, win, and then and then you can always add assets to keep winning once you've gotten there. You don't have to just give up. Oh, I won. Now I got to sell all my old guys. That's not how it works. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people have different ways of doing it. And and you know, I've talked about it plenty of times on the show. I am one that does not really care much for draft picks. And I always know that I could get draft picks back in the future. So if on the some of these teams that I have that are undefeated or one loss, I am perfectly fine trading away 2020s and 2021s to just get mm-hmm. players that I can use. I mean, or even, even punting them all in a startup draft. Well, well, yeah, but but we're talking about now not tanking. You know, startup draft is different. But I'm talking about now in week six, week seven, week eight, when you feel like you have a team that you want to go forward, maybe not trade away some of the players that you're using, but trade away some of those picks that you have i i get well, that, that and yeah well i was just gonna interject because you're making a good point there oh but thank you there's players that you aren't using <laughs> you didn't want you to keep going yeah it's fine no, 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 I didn't, but i didn't i didn't want to leave that out so when you have players on your roster that really aren't bringing you any value this year so yes. and you already have a young team yeah so like i said we have michael gallup we have chris godwin we have juju smith schuster like we have young wide receivers so we also just have happen to have jjr sega Whiteside and Nikhil Harry and uh, the other guy, uh, A.J. Brown. Right. So, look, I love all three of those players. I think they're all going to be productive in the league to varying degrees. But right now, obviously, Nikhil Harry isn't um, bringing any points. But neither is J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. And A.J. Brown, really, I'm not sure when you can play him. But you can sell assets like that when you have a young core um, because yeah, they're not bringing you points now, and your core is still young enough that you're not going to fall off um, for several years um, with the wide receivers that you have. And you could always, like you were saying, if you win it this year, could always turn around and maybe not next year with Juju since he's had a terrible year. But you could max out the value that you got on Godwin and just flip him um, for a couple picks in the 2020 draft or something like that. If you're worried that your depth is too short or things like that. Yeah, and and my and. I agree with you in that sense. And and my point about it was, is if you do want to hold on to some of those guys, it's it, at least my opinion. I like to move the picks first before I move the guys. I mean, obviously well, every situation is yeah, different and there are yeah. some guys that you can, you can capitalize on, but I am way more comfortable getting rid of, rid of the picks and keeping the players that either I believe are going to be okay or not. But of course, every situation is different. And of course there's some players that, you know, some people are going to be way higher than you are. So on those players, so it's good to use those. But I was just trying to point out the fact that if you just um, go with the picks, you know, sometimes you can keep some of those uh, assets. Well, yeah, and the picks are years out from exactly, for especially anybody, especially until you're, getting, you're having somebody give you ten dollars now, and then you're going to give them ten dollars in two years. Yeah, maybe they turn that ten dollars in two years into something, but maybe they draft poorly. Or maybe they draft a guy that never develops. So, like, you know, trade the picks. Then, yeah. okay, I'm going to trade Nikhil Harry and Josh Jacobs or whatever for somebody who's, you know, um, you know, a, a bigger name that's doing better now. I mean, you're, you're, if you can wait to pay for something until, you know, later years, you're winning already just yeah. by doing that. And then you, you're going to win by scoring more points this season. And you can continually just do that and, and recycle that because you're going to get, you're not going to trade all your picks away every year and you're going to have players that you can trade for picks. But yeah, I mean, I, the, the, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. Obviously you guys <laughs> know that, but I've, I've tried different techniques and in going into startup drafts and um, it's always worked better to go with the I'm going to try to win now, also have younger guys, but try to win now and and then, you know, go for that and, and be able to recycle assets because I go into it with a couple of stud tight ends or whatever it might be. And then same thing at the end of the year like this. I may never be seven and zero again in the league or I might not be at the top of the heap. So now's my chance to yeah. trade those things away and go for now. I might not get a now again. I mean, I've already been in this league three years and I haven't, I, um, I made the uh, championship game and, and lost it. And so that was the closest I ever got. Maybe I win it this year because I traded away a few futures for 
you know, the, the opportunity to compete now. You yeah. have to do it. Especially those 2021, like you said, because then you're getting a rookie. Like Shane traded away two 2021 seconds. Those guys two may... Two years away. Well, not only they're two years away, but then there could be a year or two before they even ever play. It's 2021. You could be talking about three years. Exactly. Yeah, That's um, what I mean. But you did have a trade. Shane, you had a trade here that no, did we'll, have we'll picks, right? Patron. Um, you want to do... a couple of patrons uh, trades I wanted to bring up, and we'll do okay. that on the patron show. So if you're Good not enough. a patron, um, you should be a patron um, because yeah. patrons get an extra podcast every week. <laughs> um, patrons get access to written content. And they're uh, going to get the rest of our show sheet from tonight. <laughs> yeah, patrons are going to get our show sheet. Um, patrons uh, get a group me chat where we talk about trades, roster building, all types of stuff all day. Yeah. Um, you know, bunch of tears. Check it out on Patreon, Dynasty Trades HQ, all one word. Uh, that that helps keep the show going. It makes us want to do it in the morning. We get a new patron. We get all excited and happy. Yes. And hey, the um, show, the 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 not safe for work show that we put out there, um, yeah. the the after hours, the no holds barred, the anything goes show. You guys definitely want to get a piece of that. And we're gonna do yeah. that after this. But before we wrap the complete but show up, quick, we we I get just we wanted to add. Wait, I just wanted to add one more thing about picks. Um, so oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 yeah. it's fine. I wanted you to add something before, so, but then you went on to the Patreon thing. So go ahead. Well, no, well, real quick. So you, with uh, wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on. Everybody, Luke you're holding on. Bucks. Everybody, you're holding on to hear what Shane has to say. But before oh, that, with, before wait, wait, before that, let's hear from the Scouting Academy. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position -position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for a limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. So the Scouting Academy um, is helpful <laughs> when you're looking at rookie picks because you want to know about the players that you're going to be drafting with those or, you know, whatever. Now um, tell us so, what you were going to say before. <laughs> so you know, when we, we always advocate, you know, get a fourth thrown in, get a third rounder thrown in, get, yeah. you know, if you and obviously get a second rounder thrown in. But right. part of the reason you do that is 2020 draft going to come, right? Everybody is going to be creaming in their pants to make a draft pick. <laughs> it's going to be the third round. And I'm some not, guys, I'm not, I'm not either. Some guy's favorite sleeper is going to be sitting on the board and yep. he's going to be like, oh, I got to get this guy. And you can flip that third for a second for the following year. Yep. Okay. Um, it, that's why you know and also just those picks help grease other trades but especially like if you have them stockpiled like i'll take a bunch of thirds and fourths um 2020s because i guarantee i'm going to be able to turn at least half of them into a full round earlier picks so, i think i think yeah. i had the most fun this year in rookie drafts trading back into the later rounds with my lower yeah. picks from the future ones it was a lot of fun so all right let's uh Tell everybody to, like you said, become a patron. Join our patron. Check out our um, website. If you're not a patron, um, you're not really giving your all. So make <laughs> sure you give us your all. And also give us a five star on iTunes. Apple. iTunes. It's not called iTunes. It's actually called something else now. They switched it. I don't they know did? What it's called. Yeah, I don't know. I, I podcast. What the f*** ever. Go on. Give us a five star. I don't even care if you write anything. If you want to write something, great. Just give us a goddamn five star. God damn it. I want to hit 150 <laughs> reviews before our 100th episode, which is Ooh, now like three episodes away. That's right. Our 100th episode's coming up. And we have three a couple of a couple away. fun ideas for our, our 100th episode. So, or no, our, yeah, 100th episode. So we have some, yeah, now I'm, th I'm thinking like Tim, who got it all confused. 97 um, plus three. This yeah. is 97. Yeah, yeah, you're there. Yeah. All right. So go check out our, 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 Apple account, if you're saying it's not iTunes. Also, check out our Twitter account, at Dynasty Trades HQ. And check out our website, DynastyFootballFactory.com. And, uh, hey, uh, um, what? What? See you next week. I was going to say that, but Shane said, uh, uh, um. Uh, dot com. Oh, dot com. Oh. All right, well, great. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> and we'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week, guys. Say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane. <laughs>